One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Hi, favorite husband. Hi. 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 <laughs> it's just us today. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Simon is on holiday with his lovely girlfriend, and Serena has done too much socializing, so I think she's having a nap. So it's the end of Pride Month. Alex did point out to me the other day that we started to record our very, very gay wonderful podcast and release it in the middle of Pride Month. So I'm pretty happy about that coincidence. I hope that everybody, whatever your sexual identity is, had an excellent Pride Month and you are looking forward to a bit more summer. I do want to point out a few bits and pieces for today's episode. The first one is me and Alex finally get some better audio. So we recorded this a couple months back. And I think the first couple of episodes, we were a bit tinny. But Alex, can you confirm that we sound a lot better in the next couple episodes coming up? I mean, we sound great. No, but yeah, we're, we're now on with better microphones and on different tracks. So it's much better. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and the last thing I do want to mention is that, guys, DMing is really, really hard. We, we meet a group of orcs today. And I think I say originally they're from the West, aren't they, Alex? Yep. But I'm pretty sure at some point i say they're from the north east and west <laughs> yeah today in this episode you said they're from the north i thought i said they were from the west in this one no no, no. in the first two it said west and then in this one it says north and i think down the line it, it moves over to the east it's east for someone isn't it like honestly so we <laughs> i'm a bit of a sort of scatterbrained dm i tend to fly by the seat of my pants and something i'm learning about recording is that people can like go back and listen to what you said before so just to be a little bit more cautious of inaccuracies when i am recording so apologies but they're from somewhere they're from somewhere that isn't here. And and with that, Alex, I think we are I think we're good to go. Shall we hit that recap button? Yeah, let me just press the press the button. Boop. My family could never suffer me to love an Anastasia. And I fear you could never have brought yourself to love a thunderstone. I'm afraid our secrets have been compromised. Flee, my love. According to this letter, she still loved you, she just feels that she can't marry you but I get the impression she still wants to. I think it was just a childish fancy from the both of us. No, 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 Kay. This, this is real. We need to fight for this. If we show our faces there, we're dead. If we're going to do anything about this situation, we're going to need to sneak in there, and if she'll come with us, then maybe we can sneak her out. The Thunderstones are, are up in arms. Your father's been looking for you all evening. I'm going to look after myself in the future. You can see, making their way through the town, a large crowd of well-dressed orcs. They are heading towards the Anastasia castle. They want to trade the death of their oldest 
for the death of the oldest Anastasia. Oh wait, that's you. The orcs are furious. They are crowding round the walls of this castle. The elves just open fire. These orcs, they're just cut down. This orc compound is probably going to be understaffed with all these orcs roaming around trying to kill me. So maybe if we snuck our way around, we might be able to get away. Then we'll be the Fellowship of the Barbie. You are still, to my understanding, still in Arnulf's camp. And you are making a plan to rescue Kaelith's true love, Barvi. What are you doing? So, Kay did describe what Barvi's camp home looked like, but I can't remember. Do you, can we go over like the layout of how we're going to sneak up to this potential balcony again? Kay, when she was a wee sprog, as many of the elves and orcs do, would break into each other's houses and compounds and egg them or TP them or whatever it is the youths do. So Kay knows that the orcs live in a compound where Kay lives in a large castle, which is a singular building. The orcs live in a compound. So it is gated. It is got about a 12 foot iron fence around the edge of it and the orcs were traditionally quite tribal and they still live in that familial unit so there'll be lots of smaller houses like where her cousins and uncles and aunts would live and there would be one larger house in the center where the head family lives Um, and Caleth also remembered there were dogs. Right do we know who she's in this arranged marriage too, because we know they're leaving tomorrow. You know it's in the northern tribes. Do we know, like, which road out of town that would take them on? The north road. Roll a survival check. Oh god, I have no idea what my survival is. He's only gone and fucking rolled a natural 20 for his first roll. Yes, natural 20. You can definitely work out the northern road. There are four roads, the northern, southern, eastern and western, which will lead you out of this town. And with my natural 20, knowing this road, yes. what is like the surrounding terrain? Is it going to be hard for them to travel on? Is it ambushable? With a natural 20, you guys live on a smallish town backed onto a river, because that is where Omatine lives, backed onto the river. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the surrounding areas are quite flat. Mm-hmm. But there would be areas of trees and areas of bushes and plants and that sort of thing. If you wanted to do an ambush, you would need to think about the coverage and the foliage. There's not mountains, for example. But hiding in trees, possible. Anything's possible if you believe. You roll high enough. Yeah. So are we leaning more towards tomorrow doing the ambush and then... That, I mean, if only we'd known, I wouldn't have snuck out. <laughs> but there we are. But the ambush and stealing Barvey still doesn't mean that Caleb is clear from her family. Whereas them believing that she's handed herself into the orcs and then Barbie also disappearing. I feel like that's more viable. I do also hate to point out that you don't know that Barvey wants to be stolen. That's very true. This is very true. I feel like, at the very least... I need to sneak in and talk to her. I'm wondering whether... Or get a message to her in some other way. I mean, I do have various 
proficiencies with things like performance and uh i can also disguise myself i could try and hang on it's a festival tonight isn't it it is the solstice celebrations yes what do we know about what goes on in the orc encampment during the solstice celebration roll a history check that's an 18 at the solstice celebrations you know that there's a big festival there is Music and dancing and fireworks and general merriment. This is the summer solstice. So it is a time of growth and rebirth and the celebration of life. And that happens within the Orc encampment. There's going to be that celebration. There's going to be a party there. Oh, it's going to be a big party. So we theoretically could sneak in. I'm a bard. I could definitely go in under the guise of performing. I could disguise myself differently from my normal half-orc persona. Half-elf. Half-elf, sorry. I could be a half-orc. I could even actually be a half-orc if I wanted to. You could even be an orc-orc if you wanted to. That's true. I feel like they might be a bit taller than me, though. I might struggle to carry off the height. It'd just be like an illusion above your head that we could put our hands through. <laughs> I don't think that would... I think the, better, the closer to me, the better. Arnie, you, you do have a musical instrument as well, or a musical instrument proficiency. We all have instruments. We're the band. Um, I am pantalutes. So we could theoretically get into this party under the guise of playing music for the party. And then once we're there, we might be able to sneak into the compound that holds Barbie and talk to her at least. Can we just note that my performance is minus one? That's okay. My performance is plus eight. My deception is minus one. Everything to do with charisma is minus one. (laughs) Well, so here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to rip up all the plans I made for this session. (laughs) Is that because we're doing the wrong thing? There's no wrong thing. You can't possibly do the wrong thing because there's no wrong thing. It's all right. I'm I'm fine. I'm an improv aficionado. You are going to sneak in to the party disguised as the band. I assume there's a lot of different people playing music. I assume the party goes on for a while. We're not like the band. We're just mm, a band. If there's a lot of people around, a general sense of merriment going on, hopefully no one's paying too much attention. People have seen some of us perform in the tavern as well. It seems pretty likely that we would then turn up and perform in the festival. Except that they know that a blue person, a gnome with a wolf and a half... Well, I guess Kenneth, they're not going to notice you because you were disguised, but they know that a blue person and a gnome with a wolf were involved in murdering some of this family. <laughs> they're not going to like be, oh yes, come, come play at our party just because you've played in the pub sometimes. I do have a disguise kit. I could theoretically at least turn Oni into not a blue elf. I could change his colour a little bit, make him a little bit less noticeable. If we left the wolf behind, I could probably touch up Arnie so that it's not as noticeable. I just had an idea. I speak orcish. Can we disguise me as an orc child? Baby orc. That might be a stretch for for just a disguise kit. This is very Shakespearean. What do orcs look like in this world? Let me look at a picture of them. They look closer to what traditional D&D art would call half-orcs, whereas orcs look like monstrosities. Orcs are a bit like Native Americans in this sense, where people call them savages and whatever, but they're just different kinds of people. They are sort of big and greyish, greenish. Do they have tusks? Yes, I like tusks. They're sexy. I think I might struggle to get Arnie as a um, as a, a tiny orc. That might be a stretch with a disguise kit. Probably. I mean, rule of cool, I would let you try it. Depends what the dice say. What if I cover myself in an animal skin? I'm pretty sure I have an, I have my whole camp here and lots of trophies and stuff. What if I have like 
animal cloak that I can put over myself be like a nomad. I'm basically a nomad anyway. But let's just pretend I'm a, I'm a freshly arrived nomad who just happens to be a gnome. A nomad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave the wolf behind. Like your distinguishing features are your bright ginger beard, right? If we could disguise, we could change the, the hair colour and the beard colour. Yeah. That's not that hard to do. We could theoretically convert you from a very noticeable gnome to just a gnome. How, how racist are the orcs? Do you think they would be able to tell different gnomes apart? Roll A, wisdom check. 18 plus 1, 19. Okay, so what you know is that the world in which you all inhabit, most races keep to themselves. You know, the elves keep to themselves, the orcs keep to themselves. There is, especially in the kind of lower stratas of society, the working class, there is more mixing of races. But you would have good reason to suspect that orc nobility wouldn't be able to tell one kind of gnome from another. Cool. So if I just leave the wolf behind dye my very bright ginger hair and beard a different colour, they probably wouldn't notice me. It's a good chance. Sweet. It's a plan. Omi might be a bit harder to disguise. Can we paint him? Do you have any way of disguising yourself, or is it going to be a disguise kit? I'm pretty confident that I don't. Okay, what would the rules be? What would I need to do to effectively disguise particularly... Oni, but also Arnie. What I would say, because you do not have proficiency in it, I'm not going to let you add your proficiency bonus, but I will say it will make it possible for Omatine to disguise himself, as in, if he walks in as a blue elf, as is, he will definitely be recognised, but if you use your disguise kit, he will be allowed to make a performance check. And the thing is, I'm going to look elvish. You are going to look elvish walking into an orc party. Exactly. Can we put a hat on his head so his ears are covered? But I'm also kind of slight. Like, orcs are chunkier than I am. Like, I still think there's enough going on that it's not going to work. You can just be a malnourished human. You don't have to disclose your race as well. You can, if we uh, hide your ears sufficiently, and then if someone asks, then we can either lie or say you're not untruthfully from out of town, and therefore you don't really know the politics of the local area. That is true. I don't really know what's going on here, if I'm honest. If we spend the rest of the day getting ourselves into a disguise and coming up with a creditable collective lie, and then I'm assuming this party is mostly taking place in the evening. Yes. So then come evening time, probably when the party's in reasonable full swing rather than right at the start, we try and go in. And then once we're there, we I mean, we may even find Barbie just wandering around. I don't know whether she'll be confined to her rooms or whether she'll be allowed out. But we can make a decision once we're there. I think that's a good idea. Because if we keep the lie fairly simple, we're travelling, we're from out of town, we weren't explicitly part of the festival, we just heard it was going on on our way here, like to come, have a good time, play a bit of music, pretty much all we're going to do. I think that's quite simple, and the gods going to be like, can't really say much to that in terms of like, oh, you know, we didn't know you were coming. Because like, well, neither did we. We just thought, you know, you might want another band for the evening or something. That works. Can we just check that we have compatible instrument proficiencies? <laughs> Taylor does the spoken word, and what what instrument does she play? I own a lyre, and I play the flute, the lute, and the lyre. Do you actually own a set of pan flutes, though? She does now. Can I say that I've made one out of trees? Yes. Cool. Because I want to see how this goes. Wait, so what does Omi play? Uh, he also plays the lute. Okay, so lute, lyre, and pan flutes. At least we can do something. Mm. It just gets us in, at least. It's a, it's a good start. Hopefully, everyone's a bit merry, celebrating. It means security's a bit more lax than at other times. 
Yeah, we can but hope. So do we know that the bulk of the celebration sort of is going to be taking place within the orc camp, or is there going to be stuff going on more all around town? It will be entirely in the orc camp. Nice one. They would call it the compound. The compound. Yes. Okay. It's much more an orcish celebration. Okay, okay. Is there a helpful tree or something overlooking the orc compound that someone who is reasonably acrobatic could climb, see what's going on, see how busy it is, see if the dogs are around, see if there's less orcs there because a bunch of them were killed by elves earlier this morning? So the three of you decide to scout out the orcish compound. I will disguise myself as a human woman when doing that. Okay, what do you look like? I look like... uh, Yeah, I look like Jocelyn. She works for the elves. I don't think they'd know that, though. She's just a gardener. She's just a gardener, yeah. She goes where the money is. Yeah. So disguised as Jocelyn and Omatine and Arnulf... You make your way to the orc compound, and Caelith, it looks just as you remember it. A tall, 12-foot iron fence runs around the outside. One of you, please roll me a perception check to find a good tree. I'll do it. I've got plus three, and I like trees. Uh, 13. Will that do it? You can find a variety of trees, some taller than others. And they will all give you a reasonable view into the compound, but none of them are going to give you a perfect view. It is is going to be obscured. Can I climb a tree then? Because I've got quite a good acrobatics. Roll me an acrobatics check. That's a 14. You shimmy your way up this tree with relative ease. I think it's probably something you did quite a lot as a child, climbing trees, leaping over fences, getting yourself into general mischief. Sounds about right. So you climb this tree. And you are looking out over the orc compound. What are you doing? I'm looking for any sign that things are amiss, that security is tighter, or maybe that there are fewer orcs, maybe trying to work out where Barbie might be. Roll me a perception check at disadvantage because it's not a very good tree. That is a 14. I would say that you can see... The orc compound seems to be quite busy today. There is a lot of bustling movement of people preparing. And it seems as though the whole compound is on alert. There have been two deaths of quite high influence orc men and another was massively injured. You can tell that they are very cagey. They're very alert. But the preparations for the party are still in full swing. Okay, I shimmy down the tree and relay this to my comrades. And where we think Barvey is, is that that's going to be like right in the centre, quite a long way from the walls. If she is Barvrin Thunderstone, who you believe she is, she would be in the largest house in the compound, which is in the centre. Caelith could certainly have spotted the largest house from her tree. At least they haven't cancelled the event or anything, given what's happening. That's something. Harder to get in. It may mean that... We have ways of doing that. I I certainly have ways of charming people. As long as you do the talking and not on off. (laughs) So what are you doing? I just... I think it would be helpful if there was a way of getting a message to Barvey earlier. Whether we know we're even wasting our time with this. Whether she... 
already feels as though she's stuck with this arranged marriage, whether we'd actually be doing more harm than good by trying to rescue her. I just don't know how we do that. Yeah, I, I can't think of a way of us doing that. Is there anyone else that could be staff for both the Elf Castle and the Orc Compound? Or well, now that we're here, could you just disguise yourself as a guard? It's an option. You know what they're wearing, for instance. This is true. Did I spot anyone in the compound who was not an orc? Give me a straight up and down d20 roll. You're going to roll luck. Seven. No, only orcs. I wonder whether I could disguise myself as a orc and just walk in. I ha- If I can listen to one of them talk for a minute, I can get advantage on a check to impersonate them. So you can talk like a guard? Yeah, if I could tail one of them for a little bit. Are you good enough sneaky? Yeah, plus four to stealth. Good work. So if I do that, if I tail one of them for a bit, listen to what they say, disguise myself as them, go in and at least... But What am I trying to do? Am I trying to get more information? Am I trying to get a message to Barvi? I think the main thing is a message to Barvi. I think we need to know if this is worthwhile. A message to Barvi that she would then be able to respond to is probably a... Like, that's quite tricky, isn't it? How funny would it be, though, if the message to Barvi comes back to say, actually, no, leave me alone, I'm going to get married, bye-bye, and we just end with, like, okay, let's go yeah. Story over, bye. You killed my brother, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she may know what her family are planning, what will be happening over, happening over the next few days. She may be able to say, please rescue me, but tonight's a really terrible idea. If you go in, one of us can climb that tree that you found, then we'll have a decent view of the compound if anything goes wrong. If I get into real trouble, I can cast Thunderwave and you'll at least know. <laughs> That's true. And you're going to break into the compound without the support of your friends? Break in, no. Sneak in, yes. I'm going to climb said same tree, so I've got like an overview of the compound. I can maybe see what's going on. I don't know what I'd do if anything goes wrong, but at least I might know. That's kind of my plan. No one has message, do they? No, none of us played wizards or sorcerers. Uh, I could get message, but no, I have mending instead. Yeah, not if you're a monk, though. Okay, so Omatai and I will have you making some perception checks from up in the tree. Arnulf, what are you doing, meanwhile? I'm not really sure there's much he can do, so I think he's just, like, playing fetch with Fenris. Perfect. That's actually really wholesome. He is, I mean, when he's not murdering people accidentally, he's kind of wholesome. Can you do some, like, athletics checks to see how far she throws the stick and then have Fenris roll athletics to see how quickly he's able to go and get the, tr- get the stick? Yes, I love it. This is the content we need. Yeah. That is a 24. 24 athletics. <laughs> throw a stick. I throw it, I lead it, like, really far. <laughs> okay, can you roll me a, an athletics check to see how, whether Fenris can catch it? 16. He doesn't catch the stick. You threw it so, so far. And he's running and his little legs are going. And... <laughs> but he can't catch it. He gets lost. Can he, like, pick up an alternative stick and bring it back to try and, like, and try and trick me? Can I, can I do a deception check from the wolf? <laughs> yes. How charismatic is the wolf? More charismatic than her. <laughs> he's, more, he's plus two. I'm, I'm minus one. He's significantly more charismatic than me. <laughs> Oh, it's a dirty 20. You believe him. This is definitely the stick you threw. It's like a completely different shape. Like it's from a willow tree rather than an oak tree or something. And it's like completely different forks. But Arnold does not notice. 
it's exactly the same. No, 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 it's exactly the same stick. Exactly the same, yeah. Do you want me to throw it again or do we, do we move on? <laughs> no, let's throw it again. I want you to throw it three times. <laughs> At next fifteen minutes of audio, I just want to, I just want to see how far you throw it, and then I want to see whether Omatine can spot it from the tree. <laughs> so one thing else, other thing that I was going to do is because I took this incredibly useful feat. So this morning, making breakfast, saved some leftovers, which I'm going to give to Kay before she goes in. And so Kay, as a bonus action, you can eat one of these two leftovers. And they will give you, uh, you will regain two health if you do. Thank you. Just in case something goes wrong. Okay, that, that, will, that will really help if we've got an orc bearing down on me with a great axe. I'm like, hang on, let me just eat this, these leftovers and get two hit points back. Just got a bit of like dried meat and bread, saved it oh, for you. I was you. imagining it was Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's some dry Weetabix, Kay, enjoy. <laughs> oh, thanks. It'll help me to um, disguise myself as an orc by talking in a different way because my mouth will be like just bunged up with Weetabix. So, Arnolf, you're playing fetch with your wolf. Sounds like a euphemism. Does it? Anything sounds like a euphemism if you say it the right tone. Fair. Through that. Omatine, you are up a tree. Having a good time. Kaelith, what are you doing? I am going to try to find a orc who is maybe wandering around the town or something, and I want to try and stalk them long enough to hear them speak for a minute. Roll me a perception check. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Uh, it's a ten. I will say with a ten, you can find one orc, and it is in the tavern you frequent with Alice, the barkeeper, and he is 90% drunk. Okay, I'm going to disguise myself still as the gardener lady. and I'll go up to Alice, the barkeep, and... Oh, um, good afternoon. Um, just a... Oh, oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, just a, um, h- half a pint of, um, a lager, please. <laughs> they have lager, ale. Half a pint of ale, please. And she gives you half a pint of ale and charges you a copper piece for it. Much obliged. And I give her a copper piece and I go and sit down near this drunk orc. And I just want to listen in to his conversation and try to learn how... Is it a he or a she? He. He, okay, I want to learn how he speaks so I can imitate it. Well, good for you, because he's not talking. He's staring at his drink mournfully. Okay, then maybe I will go over to him and, um... Excuse me, sir, do you mind if I, um, if I sit down? Who are you? I just noticed that you were, um... What's going on? Why are you here? I noticed that you were just looking a bit down. I thought I might be able to cheer you up. I don't want to talk to whatever you are. What's What's getting you down? Well, I'm from the fantasy Westconry. Goodness me. What's with your accent? You sound like, um, you sound like John Broco. (laughs) Who? Who's that? (laughs) I don't know. What's getting you down? You can, um, well, you know, see someone who looks a bit sad. I to try and cheer them up when you, um, you know, let me know what's going on. Roll me a persuasion check. Persuasion check. Not deceptional performance? Roll me a performance check. That's good, because I am definitely trying to pass myself off as somebody else. Yes. So I do get advantage. Performance, you say. That's a 12. With your advantage? And my plus 8, yeah. Ouch. I just need to get in the bin. Does that mean you rolled a 1? I rolled a 2 and a 4. Dice. Jail. Dice. Jail. Dice. That's both my dice. I don't have any left. I don't have any D20s. You need to be more of a dice goblin. <laughs> we need more dice. 
you roll a 12. And he looks at you and he says, I don't know who you are. Why do you care? Nobody cares how I feel. Oh, sir, I'm real, I'm, I'm real sorry to hear that. Um, I care. I really do. I don't really care for you little human women. This is... Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it like that, sir. <laughs> I'm really not coming on to you, I swear. Let's try that one again. No, I uh, I don't really. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about that. No. Oh well. Oh, tell you what. I was I was hearing from a friend that you've got a real celebration going on this evening in your um your compound over there. I mean, that sounds exciting. Why are you down? That sounds like it's going to be a great evening. Roll an insight check. See, that's a nice roll. That's nice. That's an unnatural twenty. He is looking at you like you have absolutely lost your goddamn mind. Oh, have I um, stumbled on a sore point there, sir? Why do you think that an orc like me would be invited to a party like that? Oh. It's very important parties is the Thunderstones. I'm not a Thunderstone. Just because I'm an orc, you think I'm a Thunderstone? Well, no, it's just that... Yeah, you whippersnappers are all the same. You think we're all the same. You see an orc and you just presume we're all the Thunderstones. Why? I wouldn't call you Miss Human Humanson, would I? No, but because I'm an orc, you think I'm going to be Mr. Orky McOrkerson? Oh, well, I'm, I'm real sorry if I offended you, sir. Yeah, you I, have um, offended me. Well, I really, I do apologise. Um, I just, I just thought that you know, you, all, 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 all the orcs and all, everyone would be invited to the party. I thought you might. Well, I'm just okay. All right, I, I'm sorry I've wasted your time, sir. Has it been a minute yet of me talking to this person? I've had a minute of them talking. Yeah, yeah, you've you've had a minute. He says, "Well, uh, well, it's all right for some getting invited to the fancy parties, but no, not me, the blacksmith. I just make metal." <laughs> you sound German. I just make it metal, yeah, yeah. I just just go around to make it. I never invited those parties. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm 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 sorry if I've offended you, sir. When you yes, you, you have a good be. afternoon now, and um, I work. I'll be seeing you around, eh? Uh, I hope not. And I leave. Um, Omatine, roll me a perception check. 17. There is a kerfuffle at the gates. Um, you can see that a group of young elven men have arrived at the orc compound, and they are shouting. Do I recognise any of them? Roll an intelligence check. Oh, God. This is not my forte. Seven. You do not. Do you point this out to Arnulf? How far above Arnulf am I? Arnulf is very short. I will snap a branch and throw it at Arnie. Because I've got a good vantage point, so I'm going to stick with it. Snap a branch and throw it at Arnie to try and get his attention. Arnie, roll an athletics check to see whether this stick hits you in the face. This is the good D&D content. Uh, 13 plus 8. 21, you're okay. You hear it whistling past you and you just turn around and you snap it out of the air like a tree ninja. Of course. <laughs> like a tree ninja. You look up at Omatide in the tree. I want to stage whisper, now that I've got Arnold's attention, is someone the gate? I don't think I can hear him. Roll a perception check and see. Mm, 17. Hey, you can hear him. He said there's someone at the gate. How far am I from the gate again? You're probably about 
what's the sensible amount of feet? A hundred feet? Is that a sensible number of feet? That works. Not if you're walking with them. <laughs> Centipede. <laughs> that was an excellent pun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you you're about a hundred feet away. Oh, I don't know what to do. There's someone at the gate, but he didn't tell me who that person at the gate is. Like, what if it's a person who's going to murder me on sight? I haven't disguised myself yet. I'm still very much the clearly very, very ginger gnome. Well, now that, now that I've got Arnie's attention, can I go, it's a lot of orcs. It might kick off. We're at the orc compound. A lot of elves. My bad. Elves go to... Well, I don't exactly want to, like, join the elves because... Then the orcs are going to definitely be, I think, that the elves were involved in the uh, murdering of the brother and the son and the cousin. I mean, you have a better view. and what? I'm not, I'm not sure really what I can do about this situation. Wait, where's Kay? Maybe I go warn Kaylith. I'm in the pub. Kaylith is talking to an angry, drunken orc in the pub. Hmm. Uh, I, I will just say, keep your axe nearby and look sharp, just in case. And then I just want to see how things progress. A thought has just occurred to me. Was Barvi's whole cover story that she was the daughter of the blacksmith? She was the blacksmith's apprentice, yes. So is it possible that this drunk old orc might be friends or know Barvi, in which case we might be able to get a message sent through him? He was very much of the opinion that he wouldn't be going to the party, so I wouldn't have thought that getting into the... Which makes it definitely worse for me trying to get into the compound disguised as him, but I've been working on that in my brain. But that also means that it's unlikely that he also did not take to me. But Barvi must know him, and well, possibly knows him. Might not know him. Never mind. All right, I think just keep watching and let the carnage begin. Okay, can I please have Omatine and Arnolf make a perception check? I thought about to say initiative there, I was a bit panicky. Ten. Seven. There is a lot of shouting, a lot of raised voices, and you can see a small group of orcs are gathering. And indeed, with a 10, you notice that kind of hanging towards the back is that smaller orc that you nearly killed but didn't yesterday. And with your 10, 7, you can see absolute nudder. But with the 10, you can see that one of the elves is gesticulating at these orcs and a few of the orcs are shouting back gesticulating wildly and after a while the group of elves turn to leave and the one who was leading the ruckus turns back and he points at this little orc and he shouts something but you can see he's clearly gesturing towards him and he turns around and storms off Kaylith, what are you doing? I think after having this conversation with the drunken orc at the bar, I am going to leave the pub, go around to an alley somewhere, disguise self myself into that self-same orc, and head towards the compound. As you make your way to the orc compound, you are alarmed as you pass your brother Nazir and your fiance Mathilde, and a group of their male friends making their way back and they are clearly angry i think as they go back i just stop and lower my head and sort of tug my uh, forelock at them and just my lords okay roll a performance check for me at advantage because advantage because you are imitating someone (laughs) 
That's more like it. 21. They don't even cast you a backwards glance. These elves sneer and continue their walk. Okay. And I'm going to head towards the orc compound. Okay. So as you arrive back at the orc compound, um, Omatine, you're still in a tree. Arnolf, you are standing at the foot of the gate and you look around and you see the blacksmith walking towards you. Arnolf is very naive at times and I feel like he sees an orc, he believes it's an orc, he's going to run away. Roll me an athletics check. Oh no, oh dear, oh dear. It's a one. So a nine with your modifier. No, natural one is always a natural one. Omatine, tell me about your feelings. What are you doing? What did you get? What am I doing? Stealth. You're hiding in a tree, so I guess so. 22. You become the tree. You go slightly green and you become the tree. Oh, he could change his skin colour the whole time. Why do we bother <laughs> painting him? Actual, he's a chameleon. Arnulf, you turn to run and your boot gets caught in a root and you just <laughs> face plant. You're going to take one point of bludgeoning damage oh, no. as you crash your nose to the floor and you're also embarrassed for the next three minutes. <laughs> just for, okay, I've, I've still got 43 hit points, I'm good. You're probably fine. But, but oh man, what does the embarrassment do? Makes you embarrassed. <laughs> okay. from, from an observer's point of view, it didn't even look like he tried to run away. It looked like he just turned around and splattered on the floor. <laughs> Caleb, your friend Arnold has splattered on the floor. I would like to walk over to my friend Arnolf and hey, you were right, lad. What's uh, what's going on? You um, you took a turn there, took a fall. What's uh, you okay? Uh, uh. Oh, you're in such a hurry anyway. You spying on these folk? Uh, no, I was just playing with my dog, and I <laughs> tripped. Uh, that a fact, there, lad. That's really Scottish. <laughs> This is a very regionally confused orc. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the actor feet, but she's not a very good actor. Hey, is that a fact, there, lad? Are you um, you're uh, just playing with your dog, just so so close to this orc compound? You get yourself in trouble. Okay, in that accent, it does sound like a euphemism. Uh, well, uh, you see, I I threw the stick too far. I, I didn't mean to. I'm I'm very I'm very sorry, sir. I'll be going now. Yeah, don't let me see you around here again. Eh? <laughs> Arnolf is having a panic attack right now. Kalis, are you going to tell him that it's you? Eventually, let's keep role playing this out. What is he gonna do? I mean, he's kind of still face planted on the floor, so he's gonna get up. Okay. And he's kind of he did get a natural one, so he's gonna be scrabbling a bit and kind of gets himself very muddy. And I feel like he's also, as I said, he's having a panic attack. He's going to be trying to, like, casually smear his beard in mud to try and disguise himself on the fly. Because <laughs> he really does not want to be recognised as the guy who's murdered some orcs. And he said his dog is a, his wolf is a dog. I'm not, he's not a good liar. Oh dear. This is not going well. I think he's just going to try and, like, crawl away <laughs> in shame. But as, as Arnie's crawling away... Kevin just goes, Arnie, just playing with you. It's fine. And Arnie looks around in shock because he's like, he doesn't realise that you're disguised as an orc. He thinks the orc is impersonating Kaleth. 
at first, and he's really confused. It takes him a little while. He's not the brightest cookie in the shed. Shed? <laughs> Pots. <laughs> I think Omi would cotton on a bit quicker, so he would slide down the tree at this point and pick Arnie up and be like, it's okay. It's the disguise thing that she does. We've seen her do this, just not as that before. Yeah, it was a joke. Oh. And he's he's very embarrassed, so he's going to just, like, like, he's just going to walk away. I'm sorry, Arnie, I thought it would be funny. I saw an opportunity and I just couldn't stop myself. Sorry. <laughs> he's just going to, like, go into the wolf and he's going to hug the wolf and put his face in his ruff and just be like, my friends are mean. Anyway, okay. There was a bit of a ruckus while you were away. Some elves turned up. Couldn't really see what was going on. A lot of yelling, a lot of shouting. They left. What happened to that kid that they yelled orders at? I don't know. Don't think anything really happened in the end. Big fuss about nothing, but tension. Yeah, I saw my brother and fiancé leaving from here, so did, did you hear what they said, or could you not get close enough? I'm quite a long way up in that tree. And I thought I was going to fall down at one point, so I was sort of concentrating on rebalancing myself. I kind of missed it. All right. Well, I need to try and sneak into this place and see what I can find. While you're there, there was definitely something that was said specifically to some little orcish kid. So if you see what was going on with that, because that looked interesting. It was the one that we that the wolf chomped on the leg of. And I'm pretty sure I shot an arrow through his hand. That guy? It was rough. All right, well, I'll be honest, the only orc I could find was a drunken blacksmith, and I don't think he's even allowed in the orc, orc compound, so I'm going to have to do some fast talking to get in. So, wish me luck. Believe in you. Thanks. And I'm going to turn back around and head back towards the front gate of the orc compound. You walk up to the gate, and you're trying your best to copy a orcish swagger, and there are two guards at the gate, and one of them looks at you and he says, uh, Drud? Yeah. I uh, haven't seen you around this way in a while. Well, I um, heard you might need some blacksmithing done in preparation for the festival, so I thought I'd come by and, um, you know, just try my luck. And one looks at the other and says, um, well, I didn't hear about any blacksmithing needing doing. I, I don't know about that. Roll me a performance check. That's a 21. And uh, one of them turns to the other and says, uh, did uh, Lord Thunderstone say anything to you about blacksmithing? And the other turns, he says, I think so. I think he did. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, you know, it's all right. This is all right. Yeah, yeah. And the other turns back to him and says, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. Go on in. He's in the main house. And you walk in. As I go, I said, oh, much obliged. Um, the main house, could you just um, point me in the right direction? And he looks at you and raises one single eyebrow and points to clearly the largest building in the compound. That's the one. <laughs>